Welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys are doing great tonight. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for watching my YouTube videos. It means so much to me. Thank you. Also, I did a Twitter video today and a YouTube video. And basically, in both of my videos I done, I was speaking about people living with chronic pain. Mainly in the Twitter video, that's where I went to. And I've seen some people tweet some stuff, and you can tell these people live with chronic pain as well. But there are those who do not believe people can live with chronic pain unless you have certain illnesses like cancer, kidney failure, heart problems, or some other type. They think that pain does not really exist. And a lot of people think chronic pain is your brain tricking you, making you think you're in pain when you are not. Now, I have heard this said to me by my own family. I don't get the support or help that I need from my family like you would think I should. Most people don't, and most people do. But... The only help that I get from my family is the financial help, and that's all I can get. Now, moving on with this, people don't understand when your nerve endings fire off at any time for no reason at all, you have no control. And... Your nerve endings are fragile anyways, basically. It doesn't take much to hurt them. So, we need to learn how to understand other people's pain. Just because you see someone pull up in a handicapped spot and they get out and start walking in the store, but you see the tag on their vehicle or the placard in their car over their mirror does not mean that they are not disabled. People look at them and judge, well, there's nothing wrong with them. They just got out and walked normal up in that store. They don't need that. They're just abusing the system, all they're doing. You don't know what they're going through. Maybe they don't want to always have to carry a cane or walk around with them. Maybe they need it when they need it. Maybe they got back problems that that day they're feeling good. But maybe once they get inside that store, they need to get back to their car quick. So they're just to run in that store and out. And they're only planning on being in there maybe 10 minutes at the most to get what they need and pay for it and get out the door and their car's the first thing they can get to because by the time they get back to their cars they're probably weak maybe they get out of breath too easily maybe when they get in the car they have a little breathing treatment or inhaler that they have in their console that they can take real quick but you may not ever see it because you're gone you've done got in your vehicle and all you've seen was them pull up and get out and seem to be normal but you done left And you didn't see 
all the stuff they had to do by the time they got back to their car. Maybe they have their uh, walker or cane in the trunk of the car or somewhere's in the car and they just didn't feel like taking it inside because when I'm on the cane, I don't feel like taking that inside with me. It gets on my nerves. It aggravates the crap out of me. Because you gotta hold it, you've gotta get your stuff, put it on the counter, the cane falls over a lot, then you gotta bend down in the floor and pick it up, and everybody and their mama's looking at you like, can you not hold a cane? Can you not hold on to your items? It's aggravating. And then you've got to either put your groceries in the buggy, and then you've got to take your cane, and your groceries all at the same time. And it's just so aggravating to have all of these things in your hands. Now, if we would just think back on what we're thinking and how we are judging others, maybe we could get a better a better view of how people really feel and stop judging. But just know that person is sick. Just know that person is hurting. Chronic pain is invisible. You don't have to be sick with any other diseases to suffer with chronic pain. It just comes natural. But it happens. I'm going to pause real quick and take me a little short break and I will be back. Okay, folks, I'm back again. Now, I just stopped and took a little short break there about people who deals with chronic pain and when they get out of their vehicles and they're parked in a handicap zone and you think they're abusing the system because you don't see them with any medical equipment when they're walking into the store. But you're done gone and you're off telling people you saw someone abusing the system they just got parked right in that handicap zone with a handicap placard or tag and they didn't have no cane or crutches or a walker nothing just went right on in that store like it wasn't nothing but you how many of your family and friends did you go back and tell what you saw and but you didn't really see the truth like you thought you did your eyes deceived you you let your thoughts of what you've seen deceive you. You only saw the stage that was set before you like when you go to watch a play or a movie but you don't see everything behind the scenes. So you don't know what really is going on behind the scenes. Just like when you're outside everybody sees you outside doing what you're doing but when you're in your home and those doors are shut nobody knows what you're doing behind those closed doors. That's why it is when you look at us that are handicapped or disabled, as you should say. But then you want to run and tell lies and make these false accusations, which is not true, about people saying that they're just abusing the system. Now, let me tell you something. We chronic pain people have heard enough of bullcrap. We get enough from a lot of our own family. We get enough from our own neighbors thinking we're abusing the system. 
but they're not the ones living in our shoes. But when the tables are turned and they need our help, we cannot help them because we are no longer in their lives. They done ticked us off to the point that, oh, they may apologize, but it's one of those things you put that wedge there because of what you said and believe. Now you need our help because you're going through what I'm going through every day. That's the bridge you crossed. You burned me once, I'm, I'm done with you. I've been through too much. Life is too short to be pushing people to the side. Now, there are people out here that has made chronic pain sufferers suffer in so many ways that suicide is high. Suicide with chronic pain people has done rows. During this opioid crisis that you see all over TV, doctors quit writing pain pill prescriptions. Now, our local media in my area had on there one time when all this first came out, what, take a look in the mirror. Are you someone that has an opioid addiction problem? Well, describe what you mean by addiction problem. Are you talking about those who are begging their own family members for pain pills so they can get this high or get this low because they cannot handle life? Those that beg and will steal from their family or their close friends beg and lose their close friends because they stole from them or they kept calling or coming over their house begging for pain pills knowing that they're the ones suffering with chronic pain, knowing that they have heart problems or kidney failure, have cancer. I've got family members, myself, that will do the exact same thing. I know people in my life who has the problem so bad that they cannot even tell that they have the problem. They make other people miserable. I've had it rumored that my family wanted to went around and said that I was getting all these Oxycontins and Hydrocodines and Lortabs and I mean they was big numbers. Some of the stuff I don't even know about. And they called me. One one time somebody asked me about it and I said no I don't receive nothing like that. And I said you know I told my doctor a long time ago I don't want any of those pills. Because I just want to know what's going on, what's causing my nerve endings to fire off, what could be causing these problems, and then let's find what's causing them, and maybe we can be treated and I can have a normal life again. But until then, I can't have no normal life. Let me tell you something. I see on Twitter where people is on Twitter tweeting about doctors not writing them prescriptions because they saying, oh, we can't write you this prescription because you're addicted. Now, if you can't tell which patient, uh, which patients you have that are addicted and not addicted, if you got patients that's taking their medicine the way you prescribed it to them, but now you want to say they have an addiction problem, screw you. That's basically all I can say. That ticks me off because people's committing suicide due to pain. You cannot play God. This is what I said in my Twitter video. You cannot play God. I don't care who you are. 
God knows the body. He created the body. I don't care what type of education you have. I don't care if you're some big-time scientist or some big-time big-wig doctor that's got all these educations that study the human body and you think you know everything about the human body because you don't. You don't know nothing because you're acting stupid when your patients are trying to tell you and you think you know more and you're trying to tell your patients how they should feel. God has created this body. God knows every pain, every thought, every sickness. And if you don't stop, you will die one day and you will have to face God Almighty and He's going to put you right then. What excuse are you going to give for Him when He says, well, what about these people in heaven here that are committed suicide because you murdered them because they couldn't get rid of the pain. You made it out to lies to other doctors that people that take pain medications are addicted and you need to stop them because it's an addiction problem. Their body can't be hurt in that way. But I knew better. I am God that created them. But you can listen to this podcast and you can laugh and mock this. You may be 70 or 80 years old. And when you die and draw your last breath and you stand before God, he's going to show you that person that died 40 years ago to suicide. And you're going to know who that person was. I don't care if it's a complete stranger. He's going to show you what your words, your lies did, how you thought and how you believed and thought you knew everything about the human body because you did not believe. You did not believe in him. You did not believe in God that created the body and studied the word out. So, but yet you let the devil trick you in your own lies and thoughts with your own wickedness. And you wanted to put it out that you knew more than God. Now, what you going to do? What are you going to tell him? There's no excuses for him. Also, he's going to show you those strangers. You're accountable for those people. Their blood will be up on your hands. So you're going to be considered a murderer. And if you're a 40-year-old doctor and you don't think about this stuff and one of your patients committed suicide because of this and you thought nothing else about it and you're just like, well, I couldn't get them off the pills and they had such an addiction problem. So when when you're driving down the road and you are killed in a car wreck at the age of 40 or you died of some freak accident or natural cause that you didn't know you had any health issue problems or you just died suddenly and you're standing in front of God then and he shows you your patient that committed suicide two weeks ago or a year before you died you're responsible for them when he says well you accused them of being addicted to pain pills because you believe this person over here that's 70 or 80 now that told you years ago that's how this was that it was addiction problems people that wants to take pain pills to get rid of the pain and it's just become addicted and that's all it is and we got to get these people off pain is real folks pain is real i'm going to take another short break here and thank you for listening and i will continue back again Okay, I'm back again. Sorry I had to take another little short break. I'm doing a little experiment here myself, so I'm kind of trying to do two things at once right now. But anyways, back to where I was talking about 
people with addiction problem with pain pills. Now, look, folks, there are those who have to have pain medicine every single day to help them survive the day due to pain, whether it was some type of freak accident the person was in, a surgery that the person had, and they had something went wrong during surgery, the doctor made a mistake, someone broke their backs, whatever it could be that caused these problems. Now, whatever is going on, Sorry, folks, my house phone's ringing. Whatever is going on with people that has the addiction problem is that they cannot handle life. And like I said just a while ago, they will steal. They will beg. They will plead. But don't judge us that needs it every day. Just because we need it every day does not mean we have an addiction problem. A lot of people think those that suffer with chronic pain that takes three and four pain pills a day because that's how their medical doctor has prescribed it, that they are addicted. That's not what an addiction problem is. There is a difference in somebody having to have it to have life, to enjoy life. And then there's those with the addiction problem that just wants to get rid of their troubles because they cannot face life or they enjoy this high or they enjoy this low from it. We do not need to have the problems in today's society. With the technology that we have today, the doctor should be able to pull up when you go to your medical doctor. Let me put it this way. When you go to your medical doctor, there should be a system that they can type in your name to see if you've been arrested for abusing any pain medication. And if you have, then you messed your own self up. Then they should not be able to write you any. Okay, if you need pain medicine due to whatever illness or freak accident, the doctor should have ways to have it monitored where you cannot abuse it like to have you to come to their office to pick up the pain medicine three times a day if that's the way it needs to be or what. Not only that, but if you have never been in trouble with the law or put on probation for abusing drugs or illegal street drugs or prescription medication, you know what I'm saying there, then your doctor should be glad to write this prescription out for you with no problems, no problems whatsoever. But they don't have a system. And in today's technology, that's wrong. There should be a way that it should show up with your medical doctor. Hey, this person got arrested for abusing medication, prescription medication, or buying illegal street drugs and stuff, so do not trust this person. But you would say, well, all that's confidential and blah, blah, blah. Well, that will stop the abusers of this from hurting people like me that deals with chronic pain where we cannot get this from our doctors. This will help us to be able to have a better life for ourselves so we 
So we as chronic pain patients are not classified under addiction problem with our doctors. We suffer. A lot of us cannot even get out of the bed some days. We must have help. But to our medical doctors, it's because we're addicted to pain pills. Because some scientists, somebody in our government said this is the problem with it. But if you ruin things for yourself because you got caught and busted, that's on you. That's your problem. You knew better than to get busted. You knew better than to abuse these things. To begin with, it cost you to get busted. But I should not have to suffer for your stupidity. I should not have to go to my medical doctor and they see me screaming in tears. My own medical doctor has told me before they could tell that I was hurting and I was in a lot of pain by my eyes and my blood pressure. A lot of you think you can go to these doctors and just get what you want in ERs. And let me tell you, the ER people are not stupid. They know when you're there for just pain pills. Now the law's gotten stricter where you can't run and do that stuff. So now you have hurt everybody plus those who are suffering. Let me tell you, elderly people. I had a cousin that died back in the fall of the year, 2019. She was 79 years old. She had cancer. Her doctors, her cancer doctor, would only give her five milligrams of pain medication to help kill the pain because they was afraid she's going to get addicted at the age of 79 dealing with cancer and dying. Now you tell me how wrong that is. That is so bad because these other people with addiction problems and these doctors know better than that. That's why I said you cannot play God and get by with it, for God knows. This world is getting into a mess, and you wonder why we have a virus outbreak? God allowed this coronavirus. I promise you that. And it's going to get worse as the days go by if we, as God's children, or we as humans, don't change our ways of lies and false accusations, which breaks the Ten Commandments that I spoke about on here those are part of lies and false accusations because someone else is so addicted to these things doesn't mean that me or anybody else with chronic pain is addicted. Those are lies that you've been fed and you know better as a medical doctor to know this. You took an oath and you may have excuses about this oath that you took, but the day you die and draw your last breath, you know you got to stand before the Lord and he will pour his wrath out on you. This coronavirus is the wrath of God now upon us. And you better wake up. Like I said, you might be a 70, 80-year-old doctor who's retired. And you practice 30 or 40 years and now you're retired and you don't even think about the patients you had that you turned away over the years and said horrible things to or treated them bad, you think you're fine. But then you die in your old age, you're still going to pay for what happened 40 years ago. A lot of you says, oh, you got to look into the future. Look into the future. Don't look into the past. But let me tell you, what you do in your life is still one day in God's time. And you will remember all of these things from your past, from 50 years ago till 
the future presence till the day you draw draw your last breath. Just like I said, you may be a 40-year-old doctor and think like this. Oh, my patients, I've got to get them off these pain pills. They're saying this is addiction and I agree and blah, blah, blah. But then you have a car wreck and boom and dead at the age of 40 and God shows you your patient that killed themselves a year before or two weeks ago. You're responsible. I done said that and I repeated that once again. I know. I'm sorry. But I'm trying to get the point across. This is serious business. Learn who has the addiction problem. If you got a patient that's calling your office after you write them a month's supply and that medicine is gone within a week or two weeks before the 30-day supplies up and they're calling you, then you know something's wrong then you need to stop that. Because when you got someone like me who takes the medicine like it's subscribed to be taken, and then I'm having to suffer for that other person, that's unfair. That's not right. I have took my medicine like I'm supposed to. I've done everything you asked me to do as my medical doctor or tried to do, but you're going to make me suffer because someone else? No, that's wrong. You should not cause me to fall and stumble into pain because of someone else's addiction problem when you know who has it and who doesn't have it. You are the doctor. You can tell by the eyes. You can tell by the blood pressure. You can tell. But you just want to stop it all and play God, and you can't do that. Please, those who suffer with chronic pain, know who suffers with it. Get to know your patients better. Get a one-on-one -on -one basis. Help them so no one else commits suicide. We're losing too many people now. This is all I have for you tonight, folks. Thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Don't forget to subscribe, share with your family and friends. Thank you so much.